Thanks for stopping by. This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. Hello, everyone. I am Mike Boyle from Advic. And on this episode of Advic's Salesforce Simplified podcast, we're going to be speaking with Advic Experience Cloud Practice Lead Ricardo Diaz about all the cool things that Salesforce's Experience Cloud can do for your business's teams and customers. Hi, Ricardo. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Hey, Mike. I'm all right. Thanks for asking. Thank you for having me back. Of course. I say welcome back because we had you on an episode of Salesforce Simplified in mid-2020 when Experience Cloud was called Community Cloud. So, I just kind of thought before we talk a little bit about that name change, that it might be a good idea to make sure everyone knows, in a nutshell, what Salesforce Experience Cloud is and how it helps businesses. Great question. So Salesforce changed that name. You know, everyone's used to the Community Cloud name, Community Cloud this, Community Cloud that. And around that same time that we were having that podcast, 2020, you know, late 2019, early 2020, B2C, you know, that commerce cloud starts blowing up. A big component of commerce cloud is you need community cloud to run underneath it. So start getting away from that community word and start labeling things experiences, because that's really what we end up building at the end of the day. We build an experience for either your customers or your partners or customer service, a help center one. I think experience makes a whole lot more sense than community just because of that because you're trying to sell that dream. Additionally, I don't know if you've heard the word UX thrown around, user experience. Sure. Blowing up in the world, like everything is about user experience. You know, you have to make sure you get the UX right. And UX is something that Salesforce does extremely well. UX kind of decides whether your tool, your launch makes it or breaks it. Your adoption is driven up or down and how satisfied people are are with your tool. So I think going back to like experience really makes sense to switch it over because that's really what you're trying to sell people. Let me sell you this experience for someone else that isn't your internal users. Let's talk about the experience cloud and how different it is from regular Salesforce, if you will. No, no worries. I can talk about that. But just a quick tidbit, maybe a fun fact. Um, Salesforce changed the name from community cloud into experience cloud. And they attempted to backfill a lot of things like they did um, all their help articles, all their public-facing marketing sites. They updated it to Experience Cloud. This is just a fun fact. Sorry. Going back to the first question. But that throws us all for a loop as well. So that name change, while it being so important, it has taken a little bit of adoption within the Salesforce community as well to like get it fully running. And I feel like that's so important, like just to also change, you know, the public view of what people believe Community Cloud is, but also rearrange the internal view of what Community Cloud should be, which is now Experience Cloud. And I think that name is it's so valuable. And just another fun fact, I really love calling people out when they say Community Cloud. I love catching them and saying, <laughs> no, it's Experience Cloud now. Um, and and I try to spin it in a positive way because Experience Cloud, you know, and I'll, this leads into the second question. Um, Experience Cloud differs a lot from the internal Salesforce because you can build a customer community, is what we call it, or you can build a partner portal. Those are two simple examples of what Experience Cloud is and how it differs from quote unquote regular Salesforce. 
the the Salesforce, the regular one that you're used to, are your leads, your accounts, your contacts and opportunities, that which your internal users, your business users kind of work out of. So they have this internal portal where they can go and manage their records. But what happens if you want to open up a channel where you can have your customers submit support cases for you? You could also want to open up a channel so you could send out information to your partners. People that are not quite underneath your employment umbrella, but they still partner with you in a day-to-day. Experience Cloud is nothing like regular Salesforce, but think of it like an extended version of it. If you want to take your business to the next level and kind of like expose different parts of your business to people that are not within your business, that's where Experience Cloud really comes in. And the beauty about it is that it doesn't have to be exactly like your internal Salesforce. You can customize each view. There's this concept of audiences that we have in Experience Cloud. So you could have an audience that could be your manufacturing audience and an audi- another one could be your retail audience. And within that same portal, they both can have different experiences that can lead them to do different things in the actual portal. So while retail may be interested in submitting one type of case, your manufacturing may be interested in maintaining or supporting those cases. You know, Different features and roles like that can all coexist together in what we call Experience Cloud. Give them all their own version of what their work should be in this portal that you built for them. Personalize it. It's something Personalization is something really big in Experience Cloud, and it's something that you can't do in, quote unquote, regular Salesforce. You know, I thought it was really important that you, you know, pointed out we when we backtracked there a little while ago about the name change, because I think when it happened, I think you and I had a really quick conversation about it. And you said to me, I know it sounds strange, Mike, but think about it. And then you just laid out all the things that you just laid out for me. And this is what, a year ago, you know, um, so it just totally makes sense to me now. But at the time I was just like, really? Community club? Yeah. Yeah. It does. It just makes total sense. So I just, you know, I appreciate you bring, bringing up that. <laughs> that makes know, me really happy to hear. Yeah. That little, that little tidbit. Um, Ricardo, let's talk about, uh, because these, from what I understand, there's some really cool reporting capabilities within Experience Cloud. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So reporting, where could I start and where could I end? Whatever you do in a system, uh, you know, you have data, but data is only actionable if you can report on it. The beauty of Salesforce is that pretty much everything is reportable. So there's, let me talk about this concept of reporting within experience site, and then I'll talk about the other side of it. Uh, you have a lot of people that could be logging into your site. You could run metrics on your actual users. How often they're logging in? What times are they logging in? Uh, Salesforce has a concept of, you know, if you, you can purchase different license types, and you can also monitor how many times those people are logging in. You know, you can also keep an eye on that overhead cost by running these reports. You can run activity engagement metrics, like Salesforce has this concept of chatter. Your experienced cloud users outside of your business umbrella, they can chatter each other. They can help answer each other's questions. So you can run metrics on that. How effective are my other users becoming and answering other people's questions? How, en- how much engagement is there on my platform? So you can run metrics on your users, but your users can also run metrics on your data. And that's another super cool aspect about Experience Cloud. 
you can set up little walled gardens. That's how I love to view my database because my database, my data, no one touch my data, please. It's my source of truth. You know, <laughs> I'm very protective of my warehouses. Hands off. <laughs> so what we do with Experience Cloud is we put up walls within these certain gardens and we allow certain gates to be opened by these, what we call external users. So by tinkering around with your object data, your model, you can get it to a point where you're extremely confident that the data that they're accessing is the one that they need to access. And you can also funnel them data that they need to work on. You can also deliver leads or opportunities that they can report on and they can run their own metrics. So a really cool thing about the partner community, and you also get it with the customer community plus license, is the ability to run reports and dashboards yourself as an external user. Otherwise, you just have your admin, the Salesforce admin for the portal, set it up for the general audience. But using those two license types, the Customer Community Plus and the Partner Community one, you can enable these users to run their own reports and dashboards and get their own data out of the system. I like to think of it like this way. Now, you have a partner community where you are funneling leads into your partners. Uh, they can run reports on those, let's say, by either demographic data, where do they live, and then they can sort them and decide the best course of action from there. Reporting in Salesforce is kind of endless. It's really what you have in mind that you want to report on and get some metrics on. But I got to tell you, the dashboard Salesforce comes up with, those little components we can put on the page, really take your data to a different level. Graphs, circles, donuts, line graphs. We can take all this data and throw it on this dashboard, represent it graphically, and have these external partners, these users come in, take a quick glance at it, and decide what they need to work on and get on with their day. And just one quick win I want to mention about reporting. It really gets these external users out of their email inbox and a little bit more proactive and self-help. Really love reporting in Salesforce. Not much that you can't do with it. You know, there is another great feature of Experience Cloud outside of uh, the reporting you just spoke about. And that's the ability to take advantage of custom development options. You know, it doesn't have to look like Salesforce. Customers can make it look like their own, right? That's right. And I really love this about Experience Cloud. We, so, you know, fair, we do have templates that Salesforce gives us that we can use to stand up your experience, your portal in a very limited amount of time. Like it makes it really easy to just hit the ground running using those templates. But the beauty about Experience Cloud is that we can build our own custom site from the ground up Salesforce, like I mentioned, they give you templates to give you a quick start, but they also give you a build your own template. And the really cool thing about this build your own template is you can build your, you can bring your regular developers and sorry, I mean, regular developers, like a non-Salesforce developer into this setting and they can still code your website for you. You know, there's little still aspects like Apex is not Java, but they're still very similar. But these sites also run from JavaScript, and JavaScript is what your developers are mostly used to writing. So you, you can build your own, and, and that's really, really nice because you can customize it and have your front-facing website. Let's say like ricardodiaz.com. That's where I have all my marketing information, and everyone can go in and view my business, get interested in it. But I, I can also have like a really nice login button in the top right which can unlock certain aspects and have more components load on the screen and give more data to that person that's logged in. Experience Cloud also, there's kind of a a service element to it as well. Could you talk a little bit about how Experience Cloud makes a business's service process 
more efficient? Yeah. And I have a question for you, Mike. Sure. When is the last time that you submitted a support case online, a ticket? I, I It's been a long time, uh, a couple of years, I think. Let me tell you, I always ask that question, and then I like to follow it up with, how was that experience? Did you have a good time? No, it's it's usually you know um, uh, laborious, and you know there's a whole bunch of you know steps as you as you're well aware of, and you know then you wonder you know when you're going to hear back from. It's the whole process just kind of messy, actually. Right. So, do you have a lot of people, a lot of businesses, standing up these support portals where you can go and submit your cases? I need a ticket. I need, I need help, essentially. But they lack the power that comes with Salesforce Service Cloud. I sound very preachy at the moment, but I stand by this. I love the product and I believe in it. Service Cloud really gives you all the tools needed to avoid having your customers, avoid having them having a bad time. There's a concept of which plays fully into Experience Cloud. Let me guide you through this process, Mike. Like, I am going into the portal. I hit new ticket. I type in my subject and my description and I submit it. That's it. That's the end of my customer journey for me. We can customize this, this spot, this process right here to kind of guide them through any additional information that they can take. We use the Salesforce suite called Visual Flow to build these custom UIs if we need to. But that, that's kind of where it ends for the customer right there. In these service portals, we use the service cloud features to take it to the next level. They submit their ticket. We set up auto response rules so that they get an email immediately notifying them, kind of like a receipt. Hey, thank you for your ticket. We'll take a look at this as soon as possible. Here's your ticket number. Then we have a concept called entitlements. So entitlements can also have milestones. Entitlements is a good word for SLAs. And you can have your milestones to determine certain levels that you need to meet depending on the customer. So throwing it back to the concept of audiences, audiences in, in portals allow you to designate different experiences for different people. So you can take that entitlement level to a whole different stage of your business. You can expand on that piece. We have the milestones to make sure that attention is being given to the ticket. And then we have the feature of, on the left hand, imagine, if you will, your customer service reps. They're inside your internal Salesforce. They're answering the ticket. They're responding back to the customer. We make the system so that the next time the customer logs into the portal, they can see their most recent comment, the most recent activity on their tickets. And we can also set the system up so that as soon as that reply goes out, let's say they're communicating through email, that comes directly into their inbox as expected. Different channels, different avenues, but Experience Cloud really takes your service level to a whole different stage, like I mentioned. Rather than giving your customers an email address, support at advic.com, you can give them a portal where they can have self-help solutions, whether it through be through the knowledge articles. That's also another feature of Service Cloud. You build your frequently asked questions, your articles into what we call knowledge. And while they're typing out that ticket, you know they log into the portal, they hit new ticket. In that subject line, they're typing out, I need help with my boiler. Salesforce has a concept of case deflection. The system will attempt to recommend articles to you that have those concepts, those keywords to it, there's a case deflection right there. But it goes deeper. As your agents start attaching articles to those tickets, those support requests, the system starts learning which are the best ones to recommend when that customer starts typing out that subject line. So combine Service Cloud with Experience Cloud and sprinkle a little bit, just a little bit of 
Einstein analytics, because that's what's driving that learning model, Einstein, and you have a fully robust solution, a portal where your customer can go in and self-help, request assistance from other users. If you have chatter enabled, they can talk to each other and attempt to resolve it. But then you can have that fallback of the full service cloud suite for your internal users to ensure that that ticket is addressed correctly, on time, and completely because you don't want another ticket being created. You don't. You want that to be resolved as soon as possible, and you would not like another ticket to be generated. So using all these features, they all come together, and you have a wonderful customer experience within that support port. The way you describe it, it it's like it makes a person feel engaged. Instead of, you know, after, you know, sub- hitting the submit button on a ticket, you feel like you fell into a black hole. And- yes, exactly that. Yeah. We That's don't want them to feel forgotten about. Like we're selling them an experience. We want you to come back to this portal. And I want you to get out of just emailing the same email address over and over. Let me sell you a better experience for you to help yourself. And it also benefits me as a business. That's really cool. Just a, a couple of moments left here today. And I, and I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, since the last time we spoke, you know about some new features uh, of Experience Cloud. So a couple of cool things that you, you you might want to call out here. So I think I have one, which I I think is the best one. I only need one for this cool feature. They're called micro sites. Micro sites. So Salesforce now allows you to stand up an Experience portal, but rather than being a full fledged portal, you can stand up these sites, and they call them micro because they're meant to be one pagers, one page and done. Uh, the purpose of these is so you can fa- facilitate lead creation, you know, lead intake. You want to build a microsite for intaking leads. You want to build a microsite for marketing purposes. It plays a lot into what Salesforce has called CMS and your content. You can deliver content from your management system. You, you have it out there. All these graphics, all this marketing content, all stored in one place. You can build this microsite to kind of use as a landing page for intaking leads. And the cool thing about it is since it's still Salesforce and it's within your instance, that microsite funnels any of those forms directly back into your system. So I think it's super cool because you're no longer will people have to you know map out or architect a whole portal just for one feature that they want to pilot, or maybe it's just a form that they just want out there in space separate from their portals. I think that's really neat. Salesforce is really stepping it up. Yeah, I, I do too. And as a marketing guy myself, I'm sitting there going, you know, I can come up with a thousand different ways to make a you know, micro site work. <laughs> I know, right? It's very yeah. cool. Let, let me throw you another like um, food for thought, little thought, like just real quick. If Salesforce changed the name of Community Cloud to Experience Cloud so early in the game, in my opinion, so early in the game, I cannot wait to see what else they have in store. They're releasing stuff like microsites. They're taking B2B, the commerce platform, to a different level. I think there's a bigger plan here. There's a bigger picture that we're just not seeing yet. And that makes me really excited. I couldn't agree with you more. He's Ricardo Diaz. He's Advix, Experience Cloud Practice Lead. Ricardo, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I really enjoyed us catching up and and finding out the latest of what's going on with uh, Experience Cloud here. You're so knowledgeable about it. And uh, more than that, you are just really, really, really enthused about it. Thank you, Mike. It's always a pleasure. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about how Experience Cloud can help your business, you just visit our website. We're at advic.com. And I will also put some helpful links inside this episode's show notes 
regarding Experience Cloud, some other information that you might find helpful. I'm Mike Boyle from Advictorium Solutions. Thank you for joining us for our latest Salesforce Simplified podcast, which is available on all the podcast platforms out there. And uh, we're now also on the Advic page on the Facebook mobile app. They've stuck a section in there for podcasts, so you could find us there as well. Our next episode is just around the corner. We're glad you stopped by. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions.